Hi, you're listening to Willa, also known as What I'm Looking At. It's a podcast about what I'm looking at, and it's only available on Spotify. If you want to hear the original run of 179 episodes of the past, you can access those by becoming a subscriber on Spotify for $3.99 a month. That contribution really helps me do this podcast, and it helps me continue with my art and running my center, Steady Waves. If you like my podcast, please consider subscribing. I super appreciate it. This podcast is part of the independent art label, Down and Smiley. Go to downandsmiley.art for all kinds of curated art and all the ways to listen to this show. Enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to What I'm Looking At, Willa, your favorite podcast about what I'm looking at, the one and only podcast about what I am looking at, and who am I? Very good question. Sometimes I don't even know. Maybe you know. As you can maybe hear. It's a very blustery day. I love blustery days. You know, truthfully, I love any kind of weather day. I think there's something redeeming about any sort of weather. When I was a kid, I used to, uh, this is a bit weird. Maybe. Maybe someone out there can relate to this feeling. But I used to really look forward to hurricane days meaning hurricanes happening, actively happening in my, where I was in Florida, where I grew up. If you didn't know, I grew up in Florida and that, that may have contributed to how I am today because as maybe, as you know, uh, Florida is a very controversially bizarre location and let me just say I've been to the Coral Castle more than once and if you don't know what the Coral Castle is actually there's a really good podcast episode about the Coral Castle by a podcast called Astonishing Legends now I'm not I'm not saying that you should instead of this podcast go over and listen to that one but if you have extra time on your hands and you've already listened to every single episode of what I'm looking at, you have my permission to go jump ship and listen to Astonishing Legends. And there's an episode about the Coral Castle. It is fascinating. Um, There's also an episode I'm listening right now. It's about the praying mantis. I was going to say monster, but creature, humanoid, 
praying mantis creature, if you like that kind of thing. Anyway, back to what I was saying about hurricanes. I grew up in Florida and it was a fairly common thing to be under the threat of a hurricane. A hurricane warning, hurricane alert, and we would keep tabs on the category that it was, you know, if it was gaining strength over a warm ocean. And the trajectory of the hurricane would be charted and it would be a hot topic in school. What category is the storm now? Where is it hitting? And I remember just feeling a sense of delight that in that sort of, um, not panic, but like doom feeling, I don't know. I, I really liked to hear about like that the grocery store was running out of toilet paper and water. You would think I wouldn't like that, but there's a sort of like a cozy feeling knowing that everyone is stocking up and, and going inside and battening down the hatches. So I didn't really feel scared, and when I did feel scared, I don't know, a part of me did like it. The impending doom, it felt like home to me somehow. And then I really liked when the power went out and we had to use candles only. And there was nothing to do except listen to like a staticky battery radio. And you could hear the wind rustling and blowing throughout the house or around the house and you could hear things flying around outside and if our windows were covered we couldn't even really see outside of the windows and it was just all very spooky and sometimes we'd get in the bathtub if we heard like a tornado warning or something and one time a tree came through our kitchen window when we hadn't had time to cover it up my mom has shutters now in the house, but back in the old days, we used to cover the windows with plywood, which I now know was probably very expensive. But my mom let me paint murals on the outside of the plywood on the windows, and I would just have a, a lot of fun painting big pieces of artwork on the wood. Anyway, nice blustery day here. I'm having a bit of a scratchy throat day, maybe because of the wind or maybe the pollen is out to play or something. If you're new to this podcast, it's it's a podcast about what I'm looking at, so I'm going to look at something in a bit. But first, I'm just going to talk to you and ramble on about nothing. I, I don't really have an agenda here. I'm just talking about things and there's no pressure to understand what I'm saying or even follow the threads of the way I'm talking or what I'm talking about. Don't worry, there, it's nothing important. It really isn't. So you can use this, this podcast to zone out. You can use it just to relax, wind down after a day, a long day. You can use it to try to fall asleep. I'm just gonna be here talking to you and hopefully it can be of some comfort. 
of some just some company with you and if you're a dog if you're a cat if you're a lizard if you're a fish hello I don't know how to say hello in your language per se but I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as well so I'm just gonna ramble on for who knows how long about this and that and then I'll get into what I'm looking at and then there'll there will be another episode in a couple weeks and if you want more episodes by the way this is I mean I think this goes without saying but that was a pretty good segue thank you so much to those of you who have subscribed I think I said a couple episodes ago or maybe even the last episode how much I would appreciate having being tipped over to the 10th subscriber and how happy I would be and I just want to inform you everybody that I have reached 10 subscribers I've actually reached more than 10 subscribers and it has made me so happy and not yes okay it's partially because I really like getting 399 but most of it is that I feel so much support from you not that it's not a support that you just listen to my podcast in, in the first place that's amazing in its own right but to go that extra step and to give me 399 that is just it means the world to me it means so much to me because i've been doing this podcast for a long time for nothing for next to nothing and just going off of you know some people tell me they like it and i also like doing it but let's be real i've got a lot of stuff going on and a lot on my plate and it feels really good to have people supporting me in that way and encouraging me in that way and I just want you to know how much it means to me so thank you whether you've just subscribed for one month to show me that you care or you're gonna stick around for a long time I just so appreciate you and if you don't know what I'm talking about you can subscribe to this podcast and get a bunch of episodes behind the paywall and also I've started doing this new thing where I do kind of like a a soundscape ramble sode where I'm planning I've only done two so far one the first one was just me driving to the beach the second one was me at the beach and it was basically a soundscape of the beach and who knows what the third one's gonna be I haven't recorded it yet but it might be a little more like me talking out and about so you can get those for for that 399 a month so that you'll get from me every every week something so one week will be a what I'm looking at episode one week will be a ramble sode and yeah that's that's the value you get from subscribing all those episodes of the past and ramble sodes so thank you thank you thank you so much and I would also like to keep you up to date with my health stuff because the last episode was I was sitting in the parking lot going in for an MRI um, I, I did get the MRI 
I got the MRI on my brain and on different parts of my spine. And I'd never had an MRI before. I'm not claustrophobic. Um, I frequently lay inside of a coffin. So yeah, I'm not claustrophobic. Um, so that wasn't a problem, but I do have a hard time laying extremely still. So that was a challenge because I was in there for an hour. So, or just over an hour. So it was difficult to stay still for all those scans. And I also didn't know, but MRIs are really, really loud. They do all these different sequences and it wasn't unpleasant actually. Like they weren't unpleasant sounds. It sounded kind of like being at like an experimental sound show or something. They're just like a series of beeps and grinding sounds and vibrate sounds and so it was kind of interesting someone told me that or a couple people told me that they when they went to get an mri they were given some headphones and some music but i'm kind of glad i didn't get any music because it's neat to hear the actual sound of something and also I don't know that I could stay still if there was like a, a beat happening. Someone told me that they were listening to ABBA in their headphones and I just thought, no way, I could never trust myself to stay still and not be kind of dancing around, moving. So I'm glad that I was just given the grinding and the beeping and everything that the MRI was. I had to wait a couple days, but I did get my results and I got the images as well. And that was pretty freaky and cool. I got to see my brain, pictures of my brain and my spine. And yeah, it's, it's wild. It's a wild thing to be able to look at, at the pictures of your brain. That's it's my it's what's going on in there in my behind the the skin mask inside of my brain they did the radiologist did see some spots they're called hyperintense foci um I still don't really understand. Maybe if you're a radiologist and you're listening, maybe you can let me know if you have any insight. But I have these small uh, dots inside of my brain in different spots. So a lot of them are up in my frontal lobes. And these are areas they don't know, they can't tell what they're from or when they were put there or what you know what they're doing how they're manifesting any symptoms in my body so they might be the cause of my numbness or associated with my numbness they might not they might have been there for a long time they might have, they might be new um, I am a person who gets migraines so I am more at risk for the, these types of dots on my brain and they, they could be caused by the migraines over the years, but there's no, there's no way to really know at the moment. We're kind of at a, at a stage where 
at least we know there's no large masses or anything like that in my brain or on my spine. There's no nerves being pinched or anything like that or, um, yeah, nothing like that happening. There's just these dots in the deep white matter of my brain. So that's that. And it's interesting because I can see them when I look at these images of my brain. I can see the spots and the dots. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's really interesting to see them and to think maybe that's why I'm numb. But maybe it's not. Who knows? So now I, I had to pay for that privately. How it works here is that you can either get on a waiting list to see a neurologist and then be referred for an MRI. My, the GP that I see told me that it would be more than a year if I were to wait for an MRI on the NHS. And given this acute numbness I was feeling, I just couldn't imagine waiting for that long. So I paid for the neurologist uh, appointment and also the MRI. Now the plan is that I will, since I know there's nothing like a big lesion or a big mass in my brain or anything like that, I'm now going to get on the waiting list for the NHS neurologist, which is over a year wait. So that's where we're at. I'm still being referred by the GP to the NHS neurology department, and who knows how long that's going to be, at least a year, maybe longer. And uh, until then, I just, I don't know, I'm just going to keep an eye on what I can keep an eye on and write down my symptoms. I am still numb in different parts of my body, and I'm just trying to be okay with it, trying to get used to it, trying not to sink into anxiety or panic episodes about it, and those don't happen very often anymore, um, sometimes at nighttime. It gets a little scary because you're, you know, you're just laying there trying to sleep and all of a sudden you, you'll notice that your whole scalp is numb or like your ear and your neck and your chest is numb or something and it's kind of alarming and you can hear your heart beating in your chest and it's you you know you become very aware of all the bodily things happening and it can cause some anxiety but I think the longer it goes on the more I can get comfortable with it and get used to it and I think the next thing I'm going to investigate is perhaps getting tested for Lyme disease so if anyone knows about Lyme testing, um, I've tried to look online about different methods of testing because there's some lots of people who say, oh, even if you're tested, then it doesn't um, tell you, it could give you a false negative and this and that. So I'm still trying to figure out how I can best ask for a, an effective Lyme disease test because I know that y you can have neurological symptoms from Lyme disease. But probably what's going on is that my numbness is caused by some damage associated with the, or the white spots are damaged, so yeah. That's my health update. Thank you to anyone who has been concerned or worried about me or asking me 
what's up or what what the news is or just sending me nice messages i feel just so lucky to have people who care about me and want to check in on me and worry about me not that i want you to worry but i feel pretty lucky to be someone who's cared about let's transition out of that conversation I wanted to tell you a funny story before I get into what I'm looking at. This is pretty funny. It made me laugh. I was worried at first, but now I can laugh about it. So last night, up in bed, we were just hanging out and thinking the dog's pretty quiet. What's Freya doing? We had made homemade pizza and we had left the pizza out to cool down before wrapping it up and putting it in the fridge. We always make two pizzas because that's how much dough we make and usually we just eat the whole first pizza while the second one's cooking and then if we're really hungry eat part of the second one but last night we didn't even eat any part of the second one we were just full from the first one because we put a lot of toppings on this pizza so we um it's summertime and there's a few flies in the house I think last night there were two flies in the house and it's a really small house so they make themselves known and I was saying hey uh, do you think I should cover the pizza with a towel so the fly flies don't land on the pizza and we decided no we wouldn't put a towel over the pizza it's gonna get the towel all you know tomatoey and stuff so we have this little oven. It's not, it's not a real oven, but it's it you know it's enough to bake a pizza in, a big pizza, and the oven is pretty close to the ground. It's like a microwave oven kind of thing, but but the microwave function doesn't work. Only the oven function works. You didn't really need to know that, but but there it is. Um, anywho. I put the pizza in the oven on the cutting board. The oven's off, obviously. And the idea was that a fly is less likely to go inside the oven and onto the pizza. Anyway, the, it was on the bottom shelf and the door couldn't close all the way because the cutting board's too big. We're up in bed watching No Country for Old Men. And Freya's being very quiet and after a while i go down and check on her and uh it's dark so i don't see much at first but then i turn the light on and i see that she's very artfully grabbed one piece of pizza out from the uh, out from the oven from the cutting board and there's a couple mushrooms strewn about and the piece of pizza is completely gone but there's like some grime below the stove the oven i mean where she'd obviously like been licking it or scraping it or something and so i couldn't even be upset with her obviously like it was a whole pizza i would have done the same thing if i were her smell delicious i just thought it was so funny because a piece of pizza was like way bigger than her head and she must have struggled so much to she's a chihuahua if you didn't know 
She must have struggled so much to get the pizza out of the oven. And we thought that she had eaten the whole piece of pizza, like with the bread. But then a few minutes pass and I'm, I'm seeing her go over to her bed and she's kind of scratching and she's trying to, attempting to hide the full base of the piece of pizza, like the whole triangle, just the bread part though. She had eaten all of the toppings off the top and licked it and there was just the bread triangle left and she was trying to bury it inside of her bed. I had to take it away from her because it's not the most healthy food for a little tiny dog. But I just thought it was really cute that she managed to get a slice of pizza out of the oven and then eat all the toppings off and then drag the piece of pizza into her bed and try to hide it. Yeah, I hope I hope you liked that story. And if you didn't, at least maybe it was really boring for you and now you're asleep and now I'm talking to your subconscious mind right now. Hello. Okay, everybody. Today I'm going to look at something so insanely boring that you will have no choice but to drift off into oblivion. And this is your last chance to, you know, get out of this podcast if you're looking for something exciting or something that is at all entertaining because I'm telling you right now, this is going to be like watching molasses drip down an impossibly tall wall for hours upon hours and with nothing else you can do. Or this is similar to listening to a um, a menu when you call a doctor's office or the vet, one of those menus that's, that always says, listen to all of the choices as some of the options have changed. Number one is for general queries. Number two, is for accounting department. Press three for spaghetti. Press number four if you'd like to be connected to someone who knows what they're talking about. Press number six to talk to a very intelligent robot. Imagine listening to that for hours, okay? This is kind of what that's like. I mean, that's kind of what this this is like. This won't last for hours, but you could put it on repeat. So if you need to leave now, this is your last chance before I entrap you into what I'm looking at. And what I'm looking at today is Rivita. Rivita? It's a cracker. A cracker snack. And I'm about to pick it up. It's gonna be crunchy, crispy sounding. Here we go.
crinkly, rather. Wow, okay. Just a little bit of background on this Rivita. So um, when I come out here to the center in Abbotsbury, no shade, but it's kind of a food desert and I need to always pack my own food. It's a good practice anyway, because number one, eating out's expensive, and number two, you know, it's not always the best quality, the best food. It's good to have some control over what you're eating because food, as I'm sure you're aware, is can be very nourishing to your body or damaging. I was in a situation where I was like, shoot, I don't have that much food in my bag today. I had some really good vegan cheese. It's a Cathedral City brand. I don't think the US has it, but it's here. Cathedral City cheddar, I had a small chunk of that. I had an apple, I had a, a carrot, and I had, I, I, that might have been, oh, I had three little oranges, like clementines. Now, those things would have kept me full for about 15 minutes. So I knew that was not going to do because I, I really don't like being hungry. It's, I mean, who does? But it's uncomfortable to me and it's actually also a migraine trigger. So I get kind of anxious the longer I'm hungry that it's going to happen. Um, especially if I've had like coffee that day. So I thought, where can I stop? Uh, what can I get? I ended up stopping at a little gas station slash food shop. Generally, they're not the best for vegetarian vegan food. Um, because, you know, we're the minority. They're not catering to vegans, which is fine. That's totally fine. But I'm um, just saying I have to get creative sometimes. Um, but I was walking through there. They had the usual chips, um, cookies, candy bars. They had a few items in the fridge, like sandwiches. None of them which I wanted to eat and I came upon these Rivita crackers I've had them before but I thought they would be not too bad for me for number one they are cheap and also they would fill me up and would go with my cheese and apple so that was my thinking my thought process I felt a little guilty because I only had a credit card with me and it's a bit a little bit ridiculous putting like a pound 50 on a card but I did ask I did say is it okay if I pay with my card and they said sure so um that's what I'm looking at today and you're gonna come with me along on this journey this Rivita journey so if you're not already settled down and comfortable wherever you're seated or laying down, I invite you to get comfortable and let's go. 
Okay, so I'm gonna set these revited down on the table because they are really noisy. And we're gonna look at the front of the package. I've already opened them because I had them yesterday and I'm gonna have more today, which is why they're with me. Uh, and I'm gonna look at them as they are. So some bits I'm not gonna be able to see. Some bits are crinkled up because I've opened them and then rolled the top down, that sort of thing. But let's start on the front of these crisp breads, they're called. So overall, this package is red. The color is predominantly red. And I would say the package is made of this kind of like papery, waxy plastic. It's probably mostly plastic, unfortunately. Kind of like a chip bag. Um, it's very crinkly and crispy, the paper or the plastic package. Um, it, I don't know if it's what color it is on the inside. That's a question I do have. I don't know if if I were to sort of like peel it open like a banana, if it would be red on the inside or white on the inside or some other color on the inside. But all I can see is the red. The first thing that jumps out to me is the name of the brand, which is Rivita. Rivita. I'm going to spell it R-Y-V-I-T-A. And it's a sans serif, all caps font in white. It's pretty plain, very bold. The only sort of personality it has is its Y is to accommodate, it's kind of clever because to accommodate the V coming over into the Y's space, the Y has been actually cut off on the right uh, arm of the Y, so to speak, and the V is going into that space so that it doesn't have to be pushed over, if you see what I mean. Otherwise, pretty unremarkable font. The uh, tops of the V are slightly rounded on the in inner corners, and on the A, the inner corners of the A are also rounded, and on the R, too. So not that much personality. And then there's an R, in a circle after the Rivida. And um, the Rivida text is sitting atop this sort of, it's interesting because it's red, so it's very, it's almost undetectable, this element, this design element. So I'm not exactly sure wh why they made the choice, if I'm honest but it looks kind of like masking tape-esque, this element that Rivita is sitting on top of. It's supposed to look kind of like torn or um, like a marker has scribbled, but again, it's the same exact red 
as the bag and the only reason I know it's there is because there's like a slight drop shadow behind that's a slightly darker red and also there's some bits where either like if you were imagining it being a um, masking tape that's overlapping or if you're imagining it being like a marker that the markers doubled over on itself so it's like slightly darker a double layer so that's on the background of the Rivita. It's kind of like a casual element, like a casual design element there. Above the Rivita, there's some words, original crisp bread, and that's going along the line of the top of this design element I just talked about. Pretty, again, unremarkable, sans serif, um, bold, all caps. Original is in black and crisp bread is in white. And right above that, there's a, this time it does look like a marker scribble in bright yellow, like a, like a very sunshiny yellow or like a construction zone yellow. And it says on top of that element, one pound 49 RRP. This is in sans serif font in red, the same background red. So it just looks like negative space really on top of this marker, highlighter, scribble. And that's saying it's one pound 49, which I believe is what I paid. Now, um, let's go below the Rivita now to the other main event, which is a photograph of a crisp bread. And it's not just of the crisp bread, which might have appeared to be very kind of boring and unappetizing to a potential purchaser. They've instead gone for the route of imagining what one would be able to do with the crisp bread. And they've gone for sort of, interestingly, a pizza theme, very appropriate to my story beforehand. Maybe we should have made Rivita pizzas instead of actual pizzas, maybe next time. This looks more of like a snack pizza. It looks like they've put some mozzarella on the bottom looks melted. Then on top of that is a little bit of pesto, green pesto, and then some lovely looking grape tomatoes or cherry tomatoes. And then on top of those tomatoes are some fresh basil leaves, two of them, and then some cracked black pepper. And that's all I can see, ingredient-wise. It looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, it looks pretty appetizing. It looks like someone's taken a bite out of it, and it's positioned so that it slightly overlaps the Rivita on the T and the A. And if the bite hadn't been taken out of it, the corner, it would have overlapped almost the entirety of the I. But conveniently, that 
little chunk is gone. So I just want to make you aware again that this is a, a photograph, okay? This is not like an illustration of the flatbread. This is an actual photograph and I would love to know who ate this because it was obviously made in real life and someone had a snack. Maybe they made one for the whole team. Maybe they made several ones to get the, the best photograph. So it looks like there's three tomatoes, two leaves of basil, maybe a tablespoon or half a tablespoon of uh, pesto and a couple chunks of the cheese that's melted and just a, a couple sprinkles of the cracked black pepper. That's a recipe for you, you can use that. There are a few leaves of basil just floating around willy-nilly on this package. And it looks like I see a part of a tomato as well. So they've gone for a playful vibe on this Rivita package, haven't they? They've kind of dotted around some ingredients for you to think about. They've implanted this idea in your mind that yeah, Rivita's fun, Rivita's cool, Rivita's tasty, Rivita's uh, appropriate for a party, Rivita is great. And it worked because I bought it. I like them. So I'm happy with my purchase. Anyway, the basil leaves, there's only two that I can see that aren't on the crisp bread. And then one half of a tomato. And there's also some little uh, crispy crumblies that have fallen off of the cracker crisp bread. Obviously, when the person bit the cracker, they just crumbled off. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six little crumbles off to the side. And I have to say, I just noticed the pesto's running off of the crisp bread onto the surface, whatever the surface was. It's just red for, for us to see, but it was probably sitting on a table that wasn't red. And someone has photoshopped it on this red background. Now, um, this is what's tricky about just looking at something and not touching it and moving it around. So l let's just keep with that. But I can only see the ha half of some things or portions of some things. So the first thing I can see a portion of is a little white square right after the A of the Rivita. And it's, I think it's a best before date because I see be the word best in red on this white and then in black I see some numbers which would check out so 13-03-3234 and I think it's an 8 after that's what I see on top of the white square okay below that though it gets this is where it gets I don't even know what's going on we've got in white, we've got the letters L-O, 
then below that Y in black, below that L in black, below that in white, not in all caps, it says S-A-Y say, and then it says below that S-A-N, below that in black it says A, and then I think it's W-I-L, perhaps, below that in white F-O-R, below that, A-C-T, below that, some kind of image I can't, like an icon that I can't see, but that's white. Below that, T-A, below that, O, in white. The, the mystery of it all is maybe a little bit, bit too much for me, and we're going to have to turn that around and reveal the mystery in a minute, but for now, let's just keep going with the front. We've got some classic icons to tell us if this is good or bad for our body. So in the little leaf shapes, we've got five leaf shapes on the lower left. First one is white, second one is green, third one is green, fourth one is green, fifth one is yellow. And the type of green is like a yellowish green. The yellow is kind of a mustardy yellow, different from the highlighter yellow of the 149. So honestly, I can't read without picking it up because my eyes, even with my contacts in, aren't the best. I'm just gonna scoot my head closer. The first one says energy, second one fat, third one saturates, fourth one sugar, fifth one salt. So all good on the fat, all good on the saturates, all good on the sugars, slightly bad on the salt. Energy is neutral, just telling you the facts. And then below that, the text says something about the adult intake of things per day that it's based on these numbers. So overall, looking at this, this is a fairly healthy thing to be eating. There's not a lot of fat. There's, you know, there's a lot of fiber. I know that and not, not a lot of sugar at all. Um, the only thing to be mindful of is the salt content. If you're watching out for your salt. Then on the left, I have clipped this with a little, um, not a paper clip. It is a paper clip, but it's one of those binder kind of clips. I've clipped it shut with one of those. And it's a metal one, so the metal is clipped down over the R. And then the color of the binder clip part is green, like a forest green. And it's covering a couple of icons. One of the icons, I can see half of it is like water droplets. And then the other one is like a knife spreading something. And it says um, natural source of magnesium and zinc. And then it says great taste. And then going forward on top of the package, it says Top it and scoff it. 
Top It is in the same font as Rivita, and so is Scoff It. Top It is, well, Top It and the Ampersand, those are in white, and the Scoff It is in black. And uh, again, sans serif, all uppercase, capital. There's a basil leaf just playfully sitting there on top with a tiny little drop shadow. And uh, the T is <laughs> but kind of, um, it. they're trying to make it look like a part of it's been like broken off, like a cracker would break off and sort of splinter out. The 149 highlighter thing is again on the top of the package. This is probably done, um, this little side design is done because in case it was sitting like that on the shelf. So people know it's 149. They know that they can top it and scoff it if they want. And then it says serving suggestion under the basil leaf. And that's it. I forgot to say the size. It's about, oh, I have a ruler. I've never before found my ruler so quickly. I'm usually looking all around for it. So here we go. Um, six inches by four inches by how deep is this baby? We've got two and a half inches. So that's the dimensions. I'm gonna be naughty and I'm gonna here we go. Remember when I said I didn't know what these things said? Um, I couldn't see the whole picture, the mystery. It got the best of me. I'm gonna read it to you. Load up your lunch, say bye to stodgy sandwiches, and have a lighter lunch with more crunch for a bite of the action. Find us on Facebook and Instagram tag us hashtag Rivita or at Rivita UK. Shall I? Shall I tag them? Shall I share the gospel of Rivita? Honestly, I don't really think I need to. I think Rivita is doing just fine. Unless Rivita, you really want to sponsor me, I, I will gladly accept a sponsorship deal with you and uh, you know, champion your products on a commercial break. That's fine with me. If anyone working at Rivita headquarters, you know, hears this and wants to give me a deal, I'm not saying no. On the contrary, I'm probably going to say yes. Okay, everyone, my lovely, lovely, beautiful, amazing, talented listeners, if you're not already asleep, I'm there are more episodes for you to listen to so just keep on rolling and I hope you sleep soon if that's something you want to do um, thank you so much for listening thank you again for all my subscribers I love you so much it really not only helps me financially but just keeps me going knowing that people are out there supporting me and listening and liking the show if you can't afford to support the show um, by being a paid subscriber could i please ask you to do a review on any app that you want just as long as you're reviewing it that would be amazing um rate or, or review 
and if you want to listen on youtube i i also have a there's like a podcast section now on youtube that you can listen to and i'm gonna slowly slowly be uploading um episodes of willa to my youtube channel that's at uh steady wave center i think or just steady waves oh my gosh i should really know that i should know that shouldn't i anyway thank you and until next time Thank you.